Hello and welcome back to Forging the Tip of the Spear. I'm your host, Mike. Today I want to talk about something that I think is really important, something that when you internalize it and you allow it to ground you and become something that you constantly remember, I think that it really helps you move forward in the long term. A lot of the things that I'm talking about or what I'm trying to convey on my journey here to make myself the best version of me is not something that is either going to be a 30-day challenge, a 60-day, a year, even a decade challenge. This is something where I'm really trying to forge great habits and sharpening myself for the rest of my life. Um, I don't think there should be an end goal when it comes to something like this because ultimately, you know, depending on how many years you get, and none of us know what it could be, you want to make those years as good and as useful and as healthy as humanly possible so that you can get as much out of life as humanly possible. At least that's what I'm going for. And the topic that I want to talk about today is why failure is not necessarily fatal. And the reason I say it that way, and I know it sounds rather cliche, and a lot of people have said it, um, there's lots of quotes on it, there's lots of inspirational pictures on it, um, but to me, there's ultimately two types of failure. There's internal failure, and there's external failure. And those two things are very, very different in my mind and in how I look at life overall. So I look at internal failure as the time in which you give up either on a goal, a task, an action, or ultimately anything. When you decide you finally are no longer going to take the steps necessary or you're not going to continue forward. Now that could be with something where maybe you haven't met progress in a long time and you're deciding you're going to quit doing that action, you're going to pick up a new action. Or it could be, you know what, this is just too hard. I'm not going to do this anymore. Or it could be, you know, I no longer find this rewarding. You know, it all depends. You really have to be very honest with yourself why you're stopping a certain action, why you're choosing to um, either give it up or fail. And then there's external failure. External failure is when either an outside force or an outside deadline or somebody else has control over the action or has set the terms of the action. The way I usually liken this is when the, for instance, in my own job, when a judge has set a date where papers have to be served by. And if you serve the papers or you didn't serve the papers, you know, externally, there was a date. So you either met it or you didn't. And if you didn't meet that date, then you failed. That's an external timeline. That's um, something like that. It could be either at work. It could be um, with family members. It could be with time. If there's any time in which you were supposed to have done something, think about it like making a credit card payment, right? If your credit card payment is due on October 20th and you don't pay it till the 22nd, that's an external failure. You know, you didn't pay it on the time you're supposed to pay it. There was a deadline. You didn't make it. There's no, you know, oh, I'm not going to give up. Yeah, you can pay it afterwards. You still failed at that 
time. And that doesn't mean that failure is evil. I think we often look at failure in such a small way. We look at it as, you know, either you accomplished it or you didn't. And I don't think that that's the really positive way to look at failure. Failure can be a great thing. I've honestly learned more from failures in my own life than probably most of my successes. Uh, what I mean by that is, for uh, example, be my job. When I go on trial, I can't tell you 100% if I'm going to win or I'm going to lose, and I don't generally know until the jury has rendered a verdict, and that's external. Um, you know, I put on the best case that I can put. There are certain things internally that I can do. I can make sure that I'm prepared. I can make sure that I prep my witnesses. I can make sure that I'm ready to go, but ultimately I have to get that external answer to know whether or not I either was able to accomplish what I wanted or didn't. doesn't mean that I'm a failure. I didn't give up. I tried, if you tried. Now, if you didn't try, that's a different story. And I'll get to that in a minute. But in those situations where I wasn't able to accomplish what I wanted or what I hoped, what I did learn is, okay, maybe I could have done this differently. You know, I always try to talk to the jurors afterwards, get feedback, see how they felt, see what they thought. Did they think this was compelling or this was interesting? And I take any criticism that I either get from them, that I get from a coworker, that I get from anyone, and I look at it through my own very critical lens. Some people are going to be very honest with you, and they're going to tell you the truth, and they're going to tell you the truth in a way that they're not trying to get one over on you. They're just trying to help you. There's other people who don't want to hurt your feelings and are just going to say you did fantastic. And then there's people who might say things purposely just to try and hurt you because they might be jealous and they might be insecure themselves. So you really have to be very careful when you filter those out. Um, and you really have to listen to the criticism, but also be able to internalize criticism that fits and then dismiss criticism that simply either doesn't fit or isn't productive in any way, shape, or form. You know, I think some people just have a tendency to say things in such a negative fashion that any positive aspect you were going to get from it is so mired down by some of the things that they say or their own biases that you really aren't going to get anything out of it. Now, internal failure is where I really want to spend time talking about. To me, internal failure is incredibly important. It's incredibly important because the vast majority of the time, you have almost complete control over internal failure. What I mean by that is if you set yourself out on a task, whether it's to read a book a week, whether it's to take a class, whether it's to do a podcast like I'm doing now, whether it's to follow a certain diet plan, whether it's whatever change you're trying to make in your life, because ultimately, um, Failure comes from whether you succeeded in action or didn't succeed in action, which generally is either 
a part of you changing or you trying to maintain or something along those lines because an action is done for a reason. You know, you don't just normally do things for no reason. So I'll give you for example. The last few days I haven't really been executing super great on my diet. I'm sorry, not super great, but I haven't been executing very well on my diet. Yesterday, um, got home from work a little later than I would have liked. Uh, the kids were kind of acting a little crazy. It just became a real um, mess. And my wife and I were just shot. And we said, you know what, screw it. Let's just get Taco Bell really quick. We'll eat some tacos and we'll call it a day. I'm not proud of it. It wasn't my finest moment. It wasn't great for me, but I'm not going to let that you know, little setback or that little failure, however you want to look at it, derail me. I'm not changing my long-term outlook. And ultimately, you also need to be honest about your goals. If this is a short-term goal because there is a time frame or something like that for you, that's one thing. You know, oh, I want to be, you know, I want to be more aesthetically pleasing by summer. That's one thing opposed to I want to make myself the best version of me possible. That's a long-term goal. That That's a lifetime goal. For me, it's a lifetime goal. So I look at it as an experience. I chalk it up to experience. And I just try to learn from it and make myself better. Now, I could do what I had done in the past where I get so down on myself for having a falter, for being human at times, that I just, you know, either take weeks to recover, sometimes days to recover, or sometimes say, yeah, you know, it was just a little, maybe I'll give myself a little more slack. No, no, you don't keep giving yourself more slack. That doesn't help. It it might think that you might think you're helping yourself in the moment, but you're not helping yourself long term, because you're never going to reach your goals. You know, I think sometimes, actually, not even sometimes, I think most of the time, the real difference when you really want to achieve a goal or something that's big or, or a real change, that really is only accomplished when you are incredibly just dogmatic and focused on the outcome in some ways or that that daily task and making sure like a crazy person that you're going to execute. And I'm not, you know, trying to make light of that or anything like that. You know, other people are not going to understand. You know, when you're challenging your own status quo, and you're making change, a lot of people might be uncomfortable with that. They might find it odd. They might find it, um, you know, maybe even threatening to them in some way, even though it has nothing to do with them. And that's okay. You just can't let, you know, a little setback derail you, especially when it's something that's important to you. You know, when you let that setback derail you, that's failure. You know, when you say, all right, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm going to give it up. That's failure, you know, because you're essentially choosing ultimately to no longer continue to try in the action. You know, somebody who's trying to lose 300 pounds because they have a bad day or a bad weekend, you know, and they they feel like they let themselves down. That's not failure. Yeah, it's a setback. It's a stumble. It's whatever you want to call it. But if they decide to get back on track on Monday or Tuesday or a day later or two days later, it doesn't mean they failed. It means they're human. It means that they had, you know, a little bit of a backslide and they keep using that to propel themselves forward. I mean, think about weight loss in general. Weight loss is not a straight downhill path. 
can have highs, you can have lows, you can go up, you can go down, you can go sideways, you can go down, you can go up, you can go down. And it, it's a journey. That's what all of this is. It's a journey. It's a journey to find yourself. It's a journey to, in some ways, I think, uncover what's really underneath. You know, who who really are you? You know, you have these thoughts, you have these feelings, you have these, you know, beliefs in yourself. And sometimes those beliefs can be so loud. And, you know, it's ironic because they're so loud, but you're the only one who can hear them sometimes in your own head. And it kind of sometimes can make you feel crazy. I know for me, I always thought I can be so much better. I can be so much more. And that's just an internal monologue that I have with myself. You know, it's not that, you know, other people are sitting there cheering me on. No, no. I'm saying to myself, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. Come on. We can do this. And it's just ironic because, you know, nobody else is hearing that. It's your own internal cheering section. It's your own internal saying, listen, we're not going to stop. Yeah, so what? We had a bad day. We had a bad week. We had a bad whatever. If you're not going to give up on your goals, if you're not going to stop, you're going to keep trying to improve. I think you're human, and I think you're not a quitter. I think you're a winner. I think winners are the people who just keep going despite setbacks, despite sometimes it just not coming when they hope it would, you know. Even like this podcast, you know, I had set up such such fear in myself for doing this, for trying to bear my soul, so to speak, out here, be honest with everyone and just tell the truth. And, you know, I had built it up in my head for so long um, that in some ways I thought I would never do it until I finally said, no, I'm going to push through. I'm going to keep going. And, you know, I don't consider any of the times that I hadn't done this, that I hadn't executed on this failure. I just considered it part of my path to success. You know, I'm doing it right now. I'm so happy that I am. You know, it, it feels great. I hope it helps other people. I really do because I don't think I'm the only one with these thoughts. I don't think I'm the only one who imagines that their life is meant for more, that they can do more, they can be more for their family, for themselves, even for their community. And they felt like they didn't know where that path is or how to get from A to L, you know, and the way you get to A to L is B. You have to start with B. For me, it was always grounded in some form of exercise, some form of learning. And when you start to do those things and you start to feel a little bit better about yourself, maybe you find where C is and you try to you know, inch your way towards C. And that's, that's really what I think life is ultimately as now sitting here, a 36 year old guy, you know, life isn't just this linear, you know, you get to A to B, C to D. No, it's, it's a winding journey. Things are going to come up. You're going to have setbacks. Um, and in some cases you will have real failures where you just give up and you say, I'm no longer going to do this anymore. Or you're not. You're going to say, no, I'm going to keep going. Even if I don't succeed today, even if I don't succeed tomorrow, I'm going to keep coming back. And I'm going to keep trying, you know. And I think that that's important. That's a distinction that you have to make. You know, externally, time is going to pass. Deadlines will come. Deadlines will go. Due dates will come. Due dates will go. You know, you either succeeded or you didn't. It's just kind of out there. And... 
You either try to execute or you don't. And you learn from that and you move on too. You can't let that be fatal unless in some situations maybe it will be. Maybe you will be fired. Maybe you will lose that opportunity. Okay, but you know what? Maybe you can get another job. Maybe you can find another opportunity. Might not be the same one, but it could be similar. And you keep moving forward. It's it's an attitude of, I'm just not going to give up. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying to be better. I'm going to keep trying to improve myself. And I think if you have that mentality for the rest of your life, whether you're 12, you're 35, 36, you're 70, or you're 90, if you are always trying to improve yourself in some way, I think that that is powerful. I think that is success. I don't think that anyone can say any different, in my opinion. You know, I always think of, perfect example would be my late grandfather. Um, Even up until the very end when he had passed, he was always reading books. He was always reading, you know, really thick biographies of historical people and you know, he was always challenging himself to read bigger, thicker books. And I, I actually am lucky enough to have a couple of them. And I'm very thankful for that. And I always think about the fact that he was still trying to improve himself and prove his knowledge, even in his late 80s. And I think that if you maintain something like that, and you remember something like that, you are a success. And if you can live that, you are. And that's a Forging the tip of the spear is all about it's making yourself the best version of you and not allowing yourself to, you know, decay or to get dull, just to keep getting sharper. You can always get sharper. I really, truly believe that human beings can always get a little bit sharper, regardless of age, regardless of time, regardless of anything else. Part of it is an internal choice, whether you want to move forward in some way or you don't. Thank you for joining me today on Forging the Tip of the Spear. Stay sharp.